Pubcast. And yet I do, I do find, I do feel, and I do love um, recognizing that we are complex beings and, and we do have lots of different aspects and layers to us. And, and so, you know, taking that time, I think sometimes to, to drop into to that, that depth of exploring the layers of self um, really is a gift that we give ourselves. Welcome to the Liberated Healer podcast, where we touch on a variety of topics in the world of spirituality, energetic healing, and everything in between and beyond. Take an adventure on a shooting star with your host, Gina and Linnea, offering their wisdom, guidance, and everlasting love and support. Hello, everybody. My name is Gina Cavalier, and I'm the host of the show, The Liberated Healer Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm your other host, Linnea Hodson. Today, we are coming at you with a wonderful guest. We are joined by Tiffany Lazic. She is a registered psychotherapist and spiritual director with over two decades in private practice. She is a certified havening techniques practitioner and the originator of the Honey Energy Healing. She is the author of the great work, Self-Knowledge and Healing Through the Wheel of the Year and The Noble Art from Shadow to Essence Through the Wheel of the Year. So we're so excited to have her with us today. Tiffany, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you. Thank you. And and we to be joined by um, two little furry friends. I don't know if in the far distance, if you hear some barking, there's just, yeah, they, they just like to join in every once in a while. It's all good. We have pups that like to hang out in the background here too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tiffany, I just first want to start off with, as soon as I received your book in the mail, I just, honestly, I had this overwhelming feeling of love and I'm, I, and this doesn't happen all the time, but it was really, I just felt that this is something I have to connect to. It was very deep. And Mm. as soon as I got into reading and your dedication to your brother and you talking about your family, I just knew that this Mm. was something that was going to connect with me and Linnea and all of our listeners and I'm really going to actually do your program as much as I can. And so mm, we're super wonderful. excited to hear some more with about you. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It makes me so happy. It's I I will say that um, as challenging, I think, sometimes as some of the material because, it, you know, it's from shadow to essence. So, you know, I, I certainly do spend some time talking about the shadow and what it looks like and how it shows up. And, and that can be um, a little challenging sometimes. Um, but I certainly did write the book with love. Um, it's it, the second book, the noble art um, came out of an understanding when I'd finished the first book, the great work, which, which is a little bit of a map of a way of understanding ourselves in relation to the world and the cycle of the seasons. And, you know, the, the, the energies of the cosmos and, and to try to get a, a sense of, of that sort of self understanding. What I really wanted to do was to offer people, I think something perhaps a little more tangible in practices that, so it's not just the understanding like, Oh, I get how this all works together, but it's like, how can I step into this and steep into this so that I, I can really come to a place where where I do love myself, right? So, so the love energy was very much behind the writing of, of the books. And this is so detailed, but there are people out there that 
really enjoy a schooling from a book. Um, there's some people that really like just the least amount of text and just to get the vibe and the understanding Mm -hmm. of how to do some things. There's a big audience for someone that take me through this spiritual journey and I want to learn everything. And I think that you've, for you, you've hit that market. Right. Right. Oh, good. Yeah. Because there is, um, you know, I think there, there, there's a complexity to it, certainly. And, and I have had some people say like, oh, I got your book and I read it cover to cover. And I'm like, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of my questions. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of information. <laughs> um, because it, it, it is, I mean, certainly it's a lot of information, but it's a lot of self-information. And, um, and yet I do... I do find, I do feel, and I do love um, recognizing that we are complex beings and and we do have lots of different aspects and layers to us. And and so, you know, taking that time, I think sometimes to to drop into that that depth of exploring the layers of self um, really is a gift that we give ourselves. I mean, there's so much of both of the books, which is informed by, and it's in the title, you know, through through the wheel of the year, right? And the wheel of the year is again it's just a, a a template, a map of looking at the the seasonal cycles, which is an, an eightfold approach to the seasonal cycles. Mm-hmm. And no matter where we are in the world, I mean, I'm when you said that you're in LA, I'm I'm having I'm having some geography envy right now because um, I'm in in a part of Canada where we're buried under some snow. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) right. So that's just different, different places in the world, um, different energies in the places that we are in the world, but it, no matter where we are in the world and how, how the seasons show up there, there certainly is a cycle of the seasons, right? Not everybody's going to have snow, but we everywhere in the world goes through fallow and release and death and, incubation and growth and expansion and harvest like that's that's the universal given mm. and so to recognize that we also go through that like as as individuals we go through that we go through that in in our in the whole of our life you know we we come in to the world and then and then we learn and we grow and we expand and we harvest and then we let go and then there's the ultimate let go like so, so how how are we able to learn from that? But also to the grand arc, but but also even within the little cycles of of our lives as well, the the growth and the expansion and and the release. And and so again, part of what informs the books is that it recognized that you know we can say, oh, you know, I love the winter, I love the fall, I love the summer when it's out there. We don't tend to love it quite so much when it's in here. We don't love those days when it's like, I just am not motivated. I I don't know how to get out the door. And rather than see it as being something is like, well, (laughs) wow, I'm in a little bit of winter right now. There is something within me that that is is perhaps a bit fallow, perhaps needing that that incubation before Mm -hmm. it's ready to come forth. You know, so it's inviting that way of looking at our own process as well. Mm. 
I love this because I think that shadow work is something that people are kind of scared of at first, you know, it can be really scary to look at the parts of you that you don't really want to face the thing, the traumas that come up and, you know, it's really hard to face them because you know, it's going to hurt. You have to go through those emotions in order to move through them, but looking at it this way and framing it in a way that makes you appreciate it, like how you appreciate nature and you appreciate the seasons and find them, find the beauty in them for what they are is something that we need to turn into ourselves as well. You know, it's just a way of looking at yourself as a beautiful organic being. And we all have obstacles and challenges and they're always going to keep coming. So if you can embrace them, and be more prepared for them, they'll be easier to get through than to pretend they're not going to happen. And, or that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's, it's not the winter. That's the issue. It's, I was just saying this to someone the other day. It's not all the snow that's outside. That's the (laughs) issue. It's the fact that I was trying to pretend that the snow wasn't going to happen. So um, (laughs) the shovel is still in the shed, right? (laughs) Yes. And that's the thing too, is that, you know, I, I hear things on both ends of the spectrum. I first, you know, in, in some ways I hear like, oh, shadow work. Oh, I don't want to do that. You know, it, it's it's scary or it's hard or it hurts. And, and it is all of those things. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard on the other end of the spectrum of like, oh, I love shadow work. You know, I just want to dive right in. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, that somewhere in the middle of, of those two is is that recognition that that. Um, so it's like Carl Jung shadow, shadow work is not for the faint of heart. Like there, mm-hmm. we are encountering in the shadow something which has the power to hurt or to hurt us. But the thing about it actually that has the power to hurt us, it's not the thing itself. It is the the shame. It it is the self perception, the self belief that becomes attached to that. Right. So it's not the hurt that hurts me. It's the belief that somehow I deserved to be hurt. Mm. That's the Ouch. thing that hurts. Yeah. Ouch. I think that's and so, for some of our listeners. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah same here. We both went out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I felt the ouch. That's okay. But those, those are the things that we need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Just reading through some of your book, and I just want to give some people some context so they don't, if they don't have the book in front of them, so go get it. The Noble Art. Um, <laughs> it's broken out into different um, seasons and sections and cycles. Uh, part one, you have cycle one, and you, it looks like it's a, exactly one month of work, and it's broken out into, you know, you know, seven different sections. So it's kind of explaining the different, so you have Yule and divine child, the shadow trap of addiction, the light of true essence journey to encounter the dragon meditation, the Mm -hmm. hermetic concept of universal law uh, contemplation. Welcome to the divine child, which the ritual. So you're teaching people meditation ritual, how to deal with each specific little change. So I just wanted people that don't have the book kind of how, what some of the context is. So you can kind of explain this whole, uh, top to bottom process for the each month or each cycle that they're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when, when I started and, and really I started to work with this, this idea, I mean, you said in, in the intro, I've, I've been working in the field of spiritual psychotherapy, which 
and I, I'm not sure sort of totally what the equivalent in the U.S. would be. I think it probably grows out of transpersonal psychology, but it's it's traditional psychotherapy, but it has that expanded, like the higher self and the inner child and, you know, how, what are the gifts and, and the lessons and the strengths that I gain from the challenges that I go through. So, um, so there's sort of that, that aspect to it as well. It's not all the cognitive but it's very much the spirit. Like, how is my soul growth being informed by what I'm going through? So I was working in that realm as I was also just aware of, you know, sort of exploring connection with nature and the cycle of the seasons. And, and that really was when I recognized that because I was seeing it show up in my office that, you know, I, and I write about this actually in the introduction of the first book. Like there was a certain point in October that I was like, geez, why, why are all my clients dealing with grief? Mm. And then I kind of looked out the window, saw some leaves fall and it's like, oh, right. <laughs> That's why like we're experiencing it mm. around us. And so we respond to that. And so it brings it up within us as well. And so that's when I started to to, to really start to look at like, okay, well, how is that showing up in all of the seasons? So, so the great work, the first book, which came out hmm, almost seven years ago now, is that, that big arc. Cycle one starting really at Yule, the winter solstice, Christmas, you know, when sort of the return of the light mm-hmm. after, after the dark, um, it, it looks at that big arc from you know, the return of the sun at the winter solstice, sort of all the way through to the harvest and, you know, the in August and September and then and then coming back through to the release and fall and down to even to to Halloween, which is when we're going back into the dark again. Mm. And and so that's sort of that, you know, it sort of lays out all the pieces. But in the noble art, I was really interested in, in bringing it far more into that that personal not to say that there isn't the, the personal reflection in in the great work there is but but really embodying it on on a whole other level uh, in the noble art and so so in this book what I do with each of the cycles is I look at what is the movement from shadow to light within each of those cycles so when you look at the winter solstice for example Christmas is you know, it's the it's the return of the light, the return of the sun, the birth of the wonder child. It it shows up in a whole bunch of cultures and traditions, you know, contemporarily and through history. There's this theme of, you know, the this this divine child that, that comes back. And so when we start to see ourselves as reflected in that, that winter becomes a time when, when we can also honor that within ourselves, which is what the ritual part of, of the noble art is but the the shadow is where we lose connection with that right so the shadow aspect of cycle one is where I forget that I'm this magical being I forget that I have this this really potent beautiful essence that came here to do something and and so the the healing the, the reclaiming of cycle one is is recognizing that movement from the shadow back to the light. How do I reclaim that essence? And then we, then from there we would move into cycle two, right? And, and which is like groundhog day, 
and again, you look through history that these these are holidays that have been celebrated for for thousands of years in different ways. The the template is there. It's not something that I made up. I just looked, I looked to the stories that have been told for, you know, centuries, and just looked. Okay, how can we learn how to continually claim our own our own beauty and wonder and magic mm-hmm. um, from that? So. I have noticed we're right now, as we're recording this, we're kind of at the end of January, about to start February. And I have noticed that many, many people in my life right now are going through massive transformations in the way Mm. of like things are leaving their life so that they can be reborn and they can start fresh with, but it's like a big change that's happening. So how does that play out in these seasons? Like, where are we at right now? Exactly there. So one of the templates that um, that I overlaid on the cycle of the seasons, because you will see this in in the great work that it's just all of these templates that mm-hmm. you know you've got this eightfold presentation of of the seasons, the wheel of the year, and and what are the archetypal energies of each of those, mm-hmm. um, and then looking at like the chakra system unfolds over top of that. Um, the, the stages of healing in alchemy overlay on all of that as well. And, and then, you know, you can take it to even more depth. And this is what the, the honey energy healing is all about, where you start to actively and consciously work with, with all those correspondences. So, you know, working with crystal healing or, or, you know, sound healing, because there's alignments vibrationally with all of those with the cycles of the seasons, if you're looking in that way. Mm. So, from <laughs> those a lot. That's a lot. Um, <laughs> when when you're looking at it from the alchemical, um, I would say, you know, alchemy as that very 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 ancient, um, you know, the spiritual science of transformation, and there is a lot of depth to that. There's, I mean, we could talk all week just about alchemy, um, but at its bones, what alchemy does is present to us what are the sort of tried and true over thousands of years, seven stages of healing mm-hmm. of, and it really is moving from, from the shadow to the light. And the very first stage in alchemy is, so again, we sort of, we know with alchemy, it's like, you know, how do you turn lead into gold, right? How do you attain the philosopher's stone or the elixir of light? Like, these are all the, the symbols and the terminology of alchemy. The very first stage that one needs to go through in order to start the journey towards the attainment of the stone or the elixir is calcination. And calcination is like the tower cards in the tarot, it's where the earth is, is ripped out from underneath your feet, where the lightning strikes the comfortable home that you've been living in. And now what has been familiar and recognizable is no longer. And it is a very, it's disconcerting, it's discombobulating. Um, it can be quite terrifying well, we're trying to hold on to that that is familiar. If, we, if we're not able to recognize that calcination is spirit's way of saying, you've been living too small. 
and this is not you. And calcination is aligned with cycle one. You're making me cry. <laughs> no. I'm just silent right now because I that just, really resonated. <laughs> you know, also, if I can just put in tiny, simplest forms for our um, listeners, what mm-hmm. I'm getting is if you've been feeling completely untouched with that you're a human, that you have a spirit, that you have a soul, right. and you have nowhere, you don't know where to start because a the people in your life don't believe this or that or but you you know you could pick up this book and literally you don't need another one for a long long time you could follow mm-hmm. the what she this is like connecting and doing the work in the simplest but in the kindest of ways and there's mm-hmm. is super guided but i just want people to understand that if you're feeling just that loss of i don't know my tribe i don't know my soul i'm stuck right. in the city and there's cars around me and concrete. And I know that I have this higher expression that I, and purpose in my life. And that's where people get sad and depressed and anxious because they don't know who they are and they're lost. And it's not in the news, by the way, it's not in listening to the news all day long or Mm -hmm. scrolling over the internet, which isn't bad. Of course, once in a while, checking in with your friends Mm -hmm. and see what people are doing to support them. But when you're looking for a deep matter to change and connect you need a guide like this. So, and you know, we're not paid or anything like that. So it's not like we're paid promotion. What I'm saying is though, is I, I feel that you have unloaded just a beautiful gift to the universe to just help people find their, their connect to their spirit again in, in really deep ways and in not fluffy ways. This is for the yeah. people that are really want to change and connect in a deep way. So I just wanted to, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, thank you. It's a beautiful way of, of putting it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I love that. I, the two books that, that I wrote, cause I didn't set out to be an author. It's just, but it's like, I, I need something. What is it? If I had a book tucked into my, my pocket, that would, would, would serve to be a bit of, a bit of solid ground. What is it that I would have wanted? Because I certainly have gone through many, many years of, of you know, dark night, yeah. that dark night of the soul where, it, you know, you, it, it feels very alone. Mm. And in, so as I said, the great work, I feel like it sort of sets out the template, but the second book, The Noble Art, is the guided meditations are the invitation to drop into your body. So if you have lost a sense of that essence, you know, like the journey to encounter the dragon, that that is the meditation to help bring you to the place where maybe that light resides. And and so each of the cycles has a meditation that is going to take you further along that journey to truly reclaim that um that solid essence spirit relationship within and then the contemplation. So that's really in alchemy. Alchemy talks about the above and the below and the transformation is that, that beautiful, that sort of big bang place where, where the above and the below come together. Right. Yep. So the below is dropping into the body and what is the wisdom of the body and what am I experiencing in my body and what is that guided meditation like where where is that taking me to those places in my body and the contemplation is like okay well let's think 
ask about the universal principles, you know, let's contemplate the chakra energies and, and what they have to say. And it's really about going to that higher vibration, um, sort of more cosmic energy. And then the ritual is the place where those two come together, right? The ritual is the meeting place of the above and the below where you create sacred space. You know, you, you embody it, you put the things out, it's created in the physical world, but you invite the download of spirits to come in, you step into that space. So there's this idea, and I love working with this idea of ritual because it does honor the human in us. There's, there's an embodiment that happens when I step into this space and I have an experience in this space. When I step out of that space, I am changed. Correct. I am not the same person I was when I stepped in. Mm. Yes, and I like how you separate meditation and ritual. Um, mm. You know, that's what I was kind of getting at because it's two different things. And mm-hmm. there's, uh, I haven't, I, a lot of people talk about meditation, especially in, in the day and age right now, but not a lot of people are talking about ritual and mm. what that means. And you even right. have in the back, like how to make elements, which I love. And mm. Linnea said she learned a lot of this um, <laughs> going to camp. And I never went to mm-hmm. camp, so I never got to make these neat things. <laughs> but now I go, wow, they, right. they had a, a purpose that they were teaching you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think also I love how you have things about um, like preparing an altar and, you know, creating. That's something that I didn't learn about until I was kind of like further into my spiritual journey. And mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, when I first started really delving into spirituality, it was just incredibly overwhelming. And I'm so lucky that I found Gina because I, I actually emailed her and was like, I just don't even know what to do right now. I am just overwhelmed with the amount of information about energy work and how to channel it and meditation. And it was just so much, you know, and if there was a book like this that I could have grabbed, you know, it would have really helped that process along, but You know, it just goes down to everything, especially setting up an altar is something that I found was really important and having that space where, you know, you have one of each of the elements represented and the importance of that and the significance of it, you know, it's just, yeah, it's very important. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love meditation. I love guided. Like there's, there's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like the ability to be able to go on a whole adventure, but you don't have to go anywhere, right? (laughs) Just there's there's worlds to explore in there. And I love that. But I think part of what, again, what prompted both of the books and, and this is comes out of, of, you know, perhaps some of a particular experience of, of working in psychotherapy for so long is, is just like understandably and, and with a lot of compassion, but, being aware of how often I hear, well, well, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. But the thing is, we know it. It stays in our heads, but we don't necessarily drop it past our necks and into our body. Mm-hmm. So I can meditate and I can, I can get sort of brilliance and insight from my meditation. And then I can get up and I continue with my day. I'm not saying that obviously everybody does that. There's, there's ways of being able to incorporate the the messages that comes from from meditation, certainly. But 
it's a little more more um, almost assured, I think, in in ritual. Because if I'm setting up an altar, I'm I'm thinking about okay, why am I putting this there? Why am I grabbing this thing? Why am I placing this here? Like there's there's a moving from unconsciousness to consciousness mm. that is just part of setting up a space. Yeah. And and there's a different way of feeling it in your body. Like the ritual for um you know, for cycle one, which is really about meeting that divine child, you know, part of that ritual is just is sitting there and, in, in, you know, creating the space and stepping into the space and contemplating the space. I love having a picture of yourself as an infant on the altar and looking at that child and writing down all the mean things that were ever said to that child on a piece of paper. So you're sitting there like, oh, right, I remember when that person said that thing. Oh, right, I remember when that girl said it. Oh, right, I remember when I said that thing to myself. Mm-hmm. And then burning them. And it's it's not a technique. Again, it's not something which I've made up. Or, you know, you hear about this in different places, writing a letter and burning it or, you know, the, the release that comes with that. But there is something about taking the time to look in the eyes and you realize like these things were said to that being that still lives inside of me and, and no more Mm. that will not happen anymore. I burn that message and that message will not touch that precious being inside of me ever again. You can't not be changed by that. No, I love this work. This is amazing. And I just want to let everyone know they can find Tiffany at hiveandgrove.com. She's got a list of amazing services. And honestly, they're really affordably priced. I A lot of people in this space, I've seen really high amounts of money for certain work. Mm-hmm. And I really would like to commend you for you know, keeping your rates doable for people who are seeking help. And Mm -hmm. you also have a a couple's option, which I think is brilliant and Mm -hmm. beautiful because, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, creating this roadmap for couples um, and everybody, but there, you know, you have different services and I just was gravitating towards that. So just um, let people know that they could book a service with you. And it's one of the things which is beautiful about, um, you know, there's, there's so much of my practice, which is now moved online, which it, you know, for so long, it was an in-person thing, but so it certainly opens up those, those options and possibilities. The one thing I will say is I, I believe I'm a dot CA. Hivengrove.ca. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's Canada. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. But yeah. you know what? We yeah, will yeah. link it yeah, below. No worries. We'll link it below in the description. And, um, I think that's been really amazing for you yeah. know, connecting with you today. Absolutely. This has been a wonderful mm. episode. Such a great conversation. We just want to say thank you for joining us today. And you know what? I found, oh, a, thank you. I found a little saying that you have in your book. So I want to end with it because it's so beautiful. And I'm hoping that it connects with someone. It's something that you wrote. I embrace positive thoughts of myself and my abilities. My thoughts support me in all ways. I choose positivity. I co-create with my higher self. I am open to seeing the patterns and lessons in my life. I am living a life of purpose. Every experience I have is touched by spirit. And I just got the chills. 
Thank you, Tiffany, oh, for all your lovely so work. Oh, we had oh, such a good time you. and definitely would love to have you on again. And we're going to link all the different books that they can find. And thank you to Kat for connecting us and sending mm, all her yes. beautiful authors our way. We really appreciate all the support. Thank you well, so thank much. you. It has been such a pleasure to speak with you both. You too. Thanks, Tiffany. Um, okay. Thank you. Take care. Enjoy the weather. <laughs> thank you. Bye, everybody. We'll see Bye. you next time. Next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, show your support by finding us online at theliberatedhealer.com. And there you can find all of our social handles. Podcast.